Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we have Cassie Sanchez. Hello. I'm so excited <laughs> to have my first author on. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and, and the whole purpose of Run Mama Run is that we want to celebrate when our friends are celebrating. And I saw on the internets that you wrote a book and I was like, I'm getting my girl on. And I kept, actually, I was just telling the, the um, guest that came on before you, uh, I, she goes, well, how do you know her? And I said, you know what? I have a memory of me and Cassie standing in Zoe having a conversation and you brought up Sarah Beckman. And then I met Sarah and went to Haiti with Sarah. And that's what you were telling me about Sarah. But why were you at Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually that's, what's funny is, um, I had found your company and just was, mm -hmm. thought mm -hmm. it was such a great idea. And at that time, I was trying to find some purpose in my life. Yes. And I was learning makeup and how to do makeup. Yes. And I also have a very type A personality and have organizational skills up the wazoo. So um, I wanted right. to help. And then, interestingly, Sarah, quote unquote, hired me to help her launch her, her book. book. Yes. And then that became, you know, pretty, not full time, but it was very time-consuming helping her get that going. So Obviously that's how that not all... that time-consuming because you went and wrote a book yourself. <laughs> a couple years later, but yeah. <laughs> and it's called Chasing the Darkness. I'm holding it right here in my hands. You just launched it six days ago. Yeah, February 1st, the paperback officially so launched. So exciting. Yeah, it was. It was really exciting. Wow. Now, how can people get their hands on it? All right, well, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, mm -hmm. um, local bookstores. It is Audible? A, it is, I just signed a contract for the Audible, so I'll be picking the man's voice very shortly. You'll be picking <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird. That does. But, you know. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, and ex uh -huh. what's funny is a lot of people have asked if, I would, if I'm going to do it. And I'm like, well, okay, one, I can't act, really. And two, <laughs> I don't sound like a sexy assassin. <laughs> I can get it pretty deep, but I am not a sexy assassin. So, oh, um, darn. I know. <laughs> Shucks. Um, so yeah, so they actually do a casting call and do auditions for voices. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that will be being produced uh, within the next, you know, two, three months. Okay, good. So that will be, but I do have, a, it is available ebook okay. on Amazon mm -hmm. and actually Barnes and Noble. And then um, you can order it. There's some local bookstores here in town that you can order it. Nice. And um so yeah, or you can just contact me. And you have me a website? I can sell them. Yes, I have a website. It's CassieSanchez.com. So C-A-S-S-I-E, Sanchez.com. And you can learn all about the book, all about me, how I this whole love it. journey started. Amazing. It's crazy. So why? Why did you... Uh, honestly, when you said it, it was um, a romance fantasy, mm -hmm. I was like, what? Because <laughs> the cover, you know, we've got this... this amazing cover. I was just like, this looks like a Francine Rivers cover. <laughs> so good. That's a huge compliment. Thank you very much. No, it really does. It may, it looks like, um, what's it called? Um, voice in the darkness. It reminds oh, me of that yeah. kind of feel that series. You know which one I'm talking about? I think so. Anyway, long story, very short quality, quality stuff here. So how did you come up with the idea of this book? So that is an interesting story because my boys were home and... And I you have two boys. I have two boys. One's 23 and one is um, going to be 21 next oh month. Oh my goodness. They're both... Well, one graduated from college and the other one is a junior in college. Wow. So they were home and I don't know if it was for summer break or it could have been beginning of COVID or mm -hmm. I don't know what. And they the were... The things we do. The things... COVID. 
it's you know our whole dialogue is going to change with remember in covid yes um they were playing a game called overwatch it's a video game mm-hmm. and there was a character in this game that i just was intrigued by mm-hmm. and that creativity bug just smacked me upside the forehead and i sat down and wrote a scene with this character betrayed by the people his team and in a dungeon mm-hmm. And originally that was chapter, like that was the start of the book. But as you know, going through the process, it is now part of chapter four. Oh, wow. So that's how it started. I had other ideas for Mm -hmm. writing, for writing books. Once I decided to jump into the deep end of writing with no floaties, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I decided to very deep end. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to write modern day Bible tales Mm because I thought, why not Mm. mimic the best book in the world? I love it. The best storyteller in the world. So... I actually wrote an, an Adam and Eve kind of retelling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a mess. It's shelved right now, but it will eventually. <laughs> be I fixed. can't imagine why. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of learning how to write at that time. Wow, <laughs> it is a mess. But and, but but then ended up with. But then I wrote Chasing the Darkness and wow. just kind of, yeah, I was learning to write the craft at the same time as I was writing it. So mm-hmm. it did take a little bit of time to get it done. But how long did it take you? I found a one of my big sheets of paper with my notes Mm -hmm. um, and it said fall 2019 on it. Mm -hmm. So probably start to finish, well, finish the writing process and then there's the whole publication process, but the finish the writing process was definitely a year, year and a half Mm -hmm. to get that story written. So it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. I would. I was hoping because it is a trilogy, mm-hmm. and I just finished this. What? Yes, I'll be going you through go, this again girl. and again. Look and at again. you. I know it's crazy. We'll have you on again and again and again. Yay! I love um, it. Yeah. So the second book, I just finished doing the second draft of mm-hmm. the second book, and then I have to, you know, polish and clean, yeah. and then get an editor look at it and beta readers and all that and then sign contracts with audible so they can and then sign more contracts That's and give amazing and give away more money <laughs> <laughs> it's good that my husband has a great job that's so. right that's right yeah yeah well and you know live your dream you know and that's what this is a dream it is a dream and what's interesting so i my degree is in marketing i'm not yeah. i would not consider myself an author i mean i know now i do you are now now i am but back in the day and you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And so once Chase, my younger son, he started driving, as a mom, I just felt like I had no purpose. I had mm. no reason to get up in the morning. I'm like, what have I done with my life? Mm. Logically, I know I raised two kids. Yeah. And that's super important. And I don't regret any of that. But I was just really struggling with a major identity crisis. Yeah. I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. And so then I just started searching for something to do mm-hmm. that would just light my fire. And that's how I was doing the makeup and Mm -hmm. doing some other things. And I didn't want, you know, like a job where I had to be somewhere eight to five because I've had my own schedule for 20 years, you know. So um, I was reading a ton and my son Chase challenged me to write a book. He said, Mom, you love reading so much. Why don't you try writing one? And there was like some other interesting things that were happening at that time. But I started a continuing ed class at UNM, a creative writing class. The first day went in there, I felt like I was going to vomit in the parking really? lot because I was so nervous and um, walked out of that class so fired up, so really? jazzed. I was like, loved writing. I was telling my husband, Louis, all about it. I even told him there was a guy in the class and he said, you have really nice adjectives. <laughs> and my husband said, uh, tell him to stay away from I your know. adjectives. Tell him you're married. <laughs> yeah, those adjectives aren't yours. <laughs> Keep your hands off, off my, my adjectives. adjectives. <laughs> 
See, that should be on a pillow. It should. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so um, that's, it just, I was just actually so excited to get up out of bed in the morning. Like mm. even it was 4.30 or 5 in the morning, I'm getting up, hitting the desk and writing and learning to write. Mm. And I do love learning. I'm, I, you know, if I could go back to college and, you know, remember what I learned, that would be great. But <laughs> um, I love learning. So I was just jumping in everywhere and it's just given me such purpose and that's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, and, and, and the idea that life's not over when the kids are, you know, adults are moving on or driving in yeah. your case, you know, yeah. because I think a lot, even for our listeners looking at their lives and going, gosh, you know, I'm holding this infant and I have a two year old and, you know, is this all I'm going to do is feed a baby. And, and I can speak into this right now because we just had my grandkid, two grandbabies and yesterday, so I had them for three days and it was like, okay, I set alarms on my phone for feedings because, you know, they're my grandbabies. Like for my kids, I'd be like, oh, you're hungry. Okay. But yeah. I'm going, this is the schedule. You know, I set the schedule and then, it, you know, I got one changed. Oh, look, the two-year-old needs to be changed. And, uh, you know, and you're just, you are so living in that, that you're going, oh my goodness gracious, what's, what is life going to even look like 15 years from now? Yeah. You can't even imagine. No. And then when you're in it, when you're in it, that's when you go, oh my goodness gracious, there's got to be more. Yes. There has to be more. There's got to be more to, yeah. That's and you can't be that crazy mom that's just following around your teenagers, you know? No, <laughs> no. In fact, actually, when my oldest went off to college, I'm not going to say who said this, but someone said, oh, are you just like laying on his bed in his room crying? And first of all, I'm like, well, okay, I'm not that kind of mom. You know, I like, I'm not either. I yeah. was so excited for him to yeah, leave. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even though I love him dearly. Yes. He listens to this, but yeah, I, it just, that just wasn't my type of personality. And I didn't, I didn't want my life so wrapped up with my children. Yes. I mean, we even learned that in marriage classes, right. like the marriage, the family starts with you and your husband That's right. and the kids are privileged to be part of that group. Yeah. Right. And, um, so I, you know, didn't want my life to be quote unquote over once yeah. the kids got kicked out of the nest, you mm -hmm. know, because I'm still, I mean, I'm going to be 50 in March. Mm -hmm. I'm still young. I still yeah. got a lot to do. You do. And, um, yeah, I didn't want that just to end. No. And now this is what's so exciting about this book and this career path I'm on right now is it is all about me. Yeah. It is all for me. It yeah. is all mine. Like, yeah. it's, I'm not the football team mom for my mm, kid. Yeah. I'm not like supporting my husband. Wow. For, it is, this yeah. is my baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I have the support of my family, which mm -hmm. is awesome. But yeah. It's and there's me. accomplishment in that, yes. you know, being able to say, okay, I did this. Yeah. I was able to do this. And, and for, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel so inspired listening to you. I'm like, oh my goodness, I better get back to my writing Yes, you and should. maybe take a continuing ed class <laughs> <laughs> while I'm at it. If that, they're that, having how, them right now. Well, when yeah. you think about it, I mean, you know, you, what you were saying was that was, that was something. So you didn't just go, oh, I'm a great writer. I'm going to just go write a book. You said, yeah. hey, I'm going to take a continuing ed class. So that fire was lit and mm -hmm. you know, there was a, a fanning of that fire. And when I think about things that we love, you know, we all, we all are called to certain things, you know, right. not everybody wants to be a writer. Not everybody wants to, you know, have 10 kids or whatever. But the fact is, is, you know, what's in your hand? 
you know, you, you have a pen, you have a pen right. that was placed in your hand and what are you going to do with that pen? Yeah. You know, you're going to write, you're going to inspire other people to write. I, I, I'm hoping that with our listeners today that they're able to go, golly, man, you know, I've, I've always wanted to, I don't know, flip houses. I've always wanted to, why not? Right. Me and my husband were just talking because, you know, he's he's entering retirement age. We, I, I, My dream has always been 55, 55, let's retire, you know, and he's 55. So we're preparing for it. And I'm like, so what do you want to do like for you? Because yeah. I know the job that he works right now, you know, it's, he, he gets paid very well and it's given us a, a wonderful house and, you know, enabled us to raise a family. But um, he's like, I just really like to help people. Well, that's awesome. And I'm going, oh, okay. So what are you going to do? And he goes, I want to teach people how to be better salesmen and women and people. And I'm like, Really? And he goes, yeah, I just, I love to help people be the best that they can be. And I was like, wow, so what are you going to do? So he goes and talks to people, you know, lets people know, yeah, this is what I want to do. And so he just is signing a contract with the university to teach at Anderson School of Management. Uh, I graduated from there. That was my school. Yeah. 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 So that he's going to be able to teach and he's writing a book for that right now, the curriculum for that. Oh my gosh. And I'm like... He goes, did you know that most, that the majority of people are most effective after the age of 60? Like, really? Yes. Yeah. And I went, that makes sense because you figure, you know, you're raising a family, you're, you're going to school, you're trying to establish that career. And then when you're, when you get to that retirement age, you're kind of like, okay, now I'm going to do what I love. Right. And sometimes we don't even know what we love until we're older. Yep. Because for me, my I'm doing this little study with my girls and they're, you know, we're working on friendships. It's like, I just feel like one's 10 and one's 13. And I'm like, I, I really want to usher you in this. I struggled a lot with friendships growing up. And my girls are like, you know, we, we're talking about core values and we're talking about things that we feel like we have, we're gifted in and the book gives suggestions. And one of my daughters says, what does beautifying mean? And I said, well, it's like you, you make things more, you know, beautiful. Like, I don't know. I think of like a table, you know, at a wedding. It's set and it's pretty and there's flowers. And, and she goes, that's you, mom. That's you. And I went, oh, really? Sweet. Yeah. How sweet. I was like, that's so sweet. And she goes, no, really, mom, it is. She's like, you make things more beautiful. Oh. And, I'm, and I'm thinking, huh, I think I do. When I look at things, I want to, I'm like, I can improve that. Yeah. Sadly, I do oh. that with people too, and it's not good. Well, uh, but <laughs> you know, that could go horribly wrong. But so I started doing yeah. weddings. I started going, "Hey, oh, I'll just it. do weddings. Like I don't need to get paid. I just love doing it." So if anybody needs a wedding, you know that they want someone to organize and cre- I love organizing. Yeah, it's fun. I love it's detail. Fun. Yeah, love detail. See, you could have helped me last night with my launch party. I could have, but I actually, I totally could have. You could have, but I do. I love detail. I yeah. love the little things, and and I think I'm. I just turned fifty in December. Oh, happy birthday! And thank you, Christmas Eve. And I don't know when you hit fifty, you really do. You feel like, <gasps> hmm. hmm, what 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 has my life looked like? And what do I want the next 50 to look like? Right. Because I'm pushing for 100 here. Yeah, I'm not because I won't. Well, I could. I just won't know who you are. (laughs) That's not true. Don't say that. (laughs) Do not speak that over you. I I don't want to, actually. (laughs) 
considering how I am now, I'm like, mm, okay. It's very likely Wait, who are you, you again? will not remember names. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, age, it's, it's, it's a number. Yep. It's a number. It's push past it, push through it. I follow this guy's name's Lewis Howe. And oh, Howes, Howes, sorry. Sorry, Lewis, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but he just lost his dad. Oh. And his dad was in a horrible car crash years and years ago. But he was talking about um, how th- the lessons that his father has taught him. And one of them was that age is a number. Like, he would never really share how old he was. Or he's like, my dad never even wore a watch. But he was never late. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. And I thought, what a great legacy to leave. Like, hey, you can do, it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. Even for your kids, being yeah. able to say, write a book. Right. Write a book. You don't have to be 50 years old to write a book. Right. You don't have to be 20 years old. Anyone can do it, yeah. you know? And I love the, insp- like I said, you're just, you're so inspiring me. I'm all, I'm going to get back to this. Get I need on to get back it. to this. Let's go. Well, I'll be calling you for the launch party. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can call me. I'll help you with any way I can. You know, it's just, I think it's cool. Whatever phase of life you're in and whatever circumstances you have, but if you have that that desire, mm. it might not be the perfect timing, but you can yeah. still keep it burning. Keep yeah. it, it might not be a huge flame. Like this was a fire. This yes. just burned out of control, but you might still have that flame. Just keep it burning somehow. Yeah. Take that time. I mean, there's a lot of people I've talked to that are writing and they work full time. Mm-hmm. They get home, they put their kids to bed and then they're writing from whatever, eight to midnight, yeah. you know, and then because they want to do that, you know, so yeah. there are ways to make it happen. If you know, like for me, again, I had no clue that this was in my path. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I was a marketing major, yeah. which ironically, I love the writing part of this. I hate the marketing part of it. it Interesting. It, yeah. Well, because I'm marketing myself. Mm. Yeah. I'm selling myself. That sounds weird. Yeah. But um, like I can talk about the book all day long and all that. But when you have to, when you're just starting out and you're trying to like tell people yeah it's it's a little tricky it's different and I do love the writing more it's just more fun because yeah. I can just have imaginary conversations so we need to get you like an agent that's that would be fabulous okay any agents, any out, there? agents out there yes <laughs> that there don't charge be. a lot because I'm really in a hole <laughs> right now it's <laughs> a lot of red <laughs> I don't believe you I don't believe you hopefully well Maybe if it becomes a movie, that would be let's go fabulous. Let's go. I'm gonna read it because it did come out six days ago, and I couldn't get my hands on a copy of it before this podcast. But I'm gonna read it, and um, I'm gonna review it. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, well, please do. Actually, I need I need reviews. Do actually, you? yeah. Oh. Well, I, it's always good to have reviews yeah. on Amazon or of Goodreads or whatever. That's but so true. Yeah. So it's it's um it's a book about an assassin. Mm-hmm. And he's the most feared assassin in all of Pandaren. So it's a, it's, it is a fantasy. Yeah. And he has discovered his life's purpose has been built on a lie. Mm. So now he's either on a path of vengeance Ooh, or redemption. I love it. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's magic, sword fights, mm-hmm. romance. Mm-hmm. Dragons? No dragons. Not in this one. But you have two more up I your sleeve. Wink, wink, nudge, Wink, nudge. wink. Maybe um, a dragon or two. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it was, it's a fun book. You know, I have a lot of uh, friends and unless they're lying to me, they said they really enjoyed it, but they were. <laughs> I doubt they're yeah, lying I, to I, you. I hope not. But they're not normally fantasy readers, but yeah. they were still really, um, just really loved the book. And 
And just, to get someone to commit to read a book, it has to be good. Not to and yeah, no disrespect. It is your time, but time is, is valuable. Time is valuable. Yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of like excited for you to leave so I can start reading it. I'm like, All right, okay, bye. Isn't that bad? <laughs> no, you you heard the door shut. <laughs> just, Too bad we don't have sound effects. <laughs> I know. Clock, <laughs> click, clock, click, clock, whack. Um, no, but I am, and I'm not a fantasy reader either. Yeah. But um, I now since I know you, I also have that connection. I'm like. Since I know her, I have to promote it. <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So what's next? I know you have two more in you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just. You're I'm, hoping for a movie, Netflix? That would be excellent. That would be amazing. My husband actually knows someone who has a movie produ- producing studio in Austin. Really? And so he has the book. So fingers mm. crossed. Who knows? That, that would might be amazing. Be, yeah. I've done a couple Comic Cons. Um, you have. And those are huge success. Very fun. I'm hoping to do one in Dallas, actually. I mm-hmm. submitted an application. That would be in June. So what do you do at Comic-Con? Sorry, I've I never just, been to one. Well, I, yeah, I'm a newbie. This okay. is only my second. Um, I really just sell my books. Oh, okay. And um, they have like an artist alley. So there's people who draw cool. and have pr- these amazing mm-hmm. prints. There's so many talented people. Um, but I just sell my book. and Really? Yeah. And, and folks have been like, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. In fact, the, the last Comic-Con I sold over 60 books. That's awesome. In a weekend. It's a very long weekend. But yeah. So, and then I actually, I have a book signing. So if any of the listeners are in Las Cruces. Mm -hmm. Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah. I'm going to be in uh, Coaz Books on Saturday doing a book signing. Anything here in Albuquerque? Working on it because of this little bug called COVID. What? What? What's that? What is that? Um, A lot of the bookstores are very scared Mm, to have events. About signing. Yeah. Which, so we're working on it. I've, you know, I've got some dialogue going with a couple of the bookstores like page one book works okay title wave books so but not like barnes working on barnes and noble they're not having events right now okay all. so would they once we the mask mandate is gone i would hope so because i i hear we're getting close yes I, I, no? I've, heard, I've heard that for, off and on for a year <laughs> so cassie we're I'm not trying gonna, oh sorry we're trying to be positive <laughs> um yes maybe we're getting close yeah. to that that would be great so when that happens, yeah, I'll definitely be, be pr- promoting it on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Instagram and okay. Facebook, which is just Cassie Sanchez author. Okay. So there's a lot of fun posts, especially if you do Instagram. I, yes. I'll have a lot of dog posts too, because we have a puppy. Oh. Uh, my husband thought that would be a good idea to bring home a puppy la- in March. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Wow. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. A lab? Yep. Another, another lab. Another lab. You have two labs now or three? Two. Two. Yeah. We have Gunner, who's 10 years oh. old. And then Bullet actually just turned one. That's cute. Yeah. Gunner, Gunner and, and Bullet. Bullet. Yes. Oh, come on. I know. Adorable. So you guys are lab people. We I have are. A, We have a Labradoodle. Which is lovely because you're not vacuuming every day like I am. I am not. <laughs> yes. We have allergies. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've, we've actually kicked around the idea of breeding. Of actually um, getting a couple and yeah. and breeding them. Be, and And... I know folks that know me are like, what, Michelle? Yeah. No, never. But they are exceptional dogs. This dog is, his name is Maverick. He is amazing. He is amazing. He is such a good dog, so smart. um, And such a good companion. Not so much energy, doesn't chew up stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Right? Right. We got him. He was actually a rehome. So it was crazy story. I saw him on Instagram, a, a local breeder here in town, and there it, the, the name of the litter was the Star Wars litter. Okay, I love that. 
right? <laughs> he he was Han Solo, um, favorite character also in Star Wars. Um, Absolutely. So I saw him and I contacted her and I just said, hey, is Han Solo available? She said, no, all of them are sold. And I was like, okay, whatever. So um, I started looking throughout the United States, everywhere. I just was like, I need one of these Labradoodles. So I found one in Florida and I shouldn't say one, I found a breeder and made arrangements. They, um, we were going to um, get the puppy and the, the, the mom didn't conceive. Oh. So we were like, darn it. And then we chose same breeder, another dog. Okay, we'll get that dog. That dog. So as that was happening here, I saw this big, huge Labradoodle they were going to rehome. It was a lady I knew from church. Contact her. Say, hey, can we bring him home? See how he does. He's like six months. He's huge. Oh, 50 yeah. pounds. Yeah. So get him home. He's wild. But I fall in love with this dog. And then my daughter says, mom, that looks like the dog you were interested in that was taken. I don't think so. So I contact the breeder and she says, that's him. Oh my god! It was Han Solo. You're kidding. That's amazing. And then the breeder in Florida, guess how many puppies they had? One. Oh. So I wouldn't have gotten a puppy anyway. And that would have been a very long drive. Maverick was meant to be. Oh no, we were flying out there. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't drive. Oh, okay. Not a driver. No. No. But puppies are awesome. Puppies are awesome. We got Bullet. He was about six weeks, which is too young. Yeah. Um, But... Whatever we got him, and Local? then, um, yeah, actually up in um, the Hamus. Nice. Yeah, my daughter's breeding her lab this week. Oh, black. Yeah, two black labs. Yeah, so Bullet's a charcoal lab, so he's Ooh. so Gunner's a silver lab. So wow. some people when they see him, they think he's a, a Weimaraner. Yeah. Like, Yet yeah, no, he's not that silver. Right. And plus, he has the whole lab physique. The, yeah. And then so. A charcoal lab is, well, essentially just very inbred is what it comes down to. Is it? But, well, no, I mean, it's just they, you know, they keep cha- like having different colors. So, yeah. This, I think the dad was a, I think the dad was a charcoal and I think the mom might have been a silver. And so they had some silver puppies, some chocolate puppies, some charcoal labs. He's just got a silver, a little bit of silver through his coat. So he, in, if you put him up, up next to a black lab or a you black t- dog, you can see. You can see. He just kind of looks dusty actually but really he's very cute. I've never heard of it but his eyes are like an amber color mm. they're not br- they're not brown like a black lab usually right is. so I love it he's very cool he's a smart dog he's a big dog he's yeah. about probably 75 to 80 pounds and he's uh, a wait, year he's a year old he's a year so hopefully we're done um growing <laughs> the poor little guy though has a dislocating kneecap so he's having surgery the end of the month I'm not even going to ask how much that's going to cost you. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Louie, you brought home a lemon. That's right. Seriously. No wonder why you have to write more books. And that's why a lot of people die in my books because I'm so <laughs> angry all the time. <laughs> that and you have to pay for knee surgery on a dog yeah. so people will buy the books. Right. Yes. See, so buy the books so that Bullet can have his Bullet knee, can have his his knee, knee surgery. surgery. Right. Well, I'm so glad I got to have you on talking labs and books and And makeup and life. Yeah. It's life. Life is good. Yeah. And um, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to see you And I will have you back on. Yes, that would be lovely. At least two more times. Yes, that would be great. Perfect. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Michelle. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Run Mama Run. I'm your host, Michelle Schroff. Run Mama Run is a community of women that love cheer and desire the absolute best for each other give us a follow on instagram runmama.run and facebook and our website 
Thank you so much for joining us today on the Run Mama Run podcast. Check us out on social media at runmama.run. And mamas, keep running.